that kick habit man that kick habit man kick habit that man kick habit that man habit kick that man habit kick that man that habit kick man that habit kick man habit that kick man habit that kick man Welcome back to Poor Sports Podcast, episode 52. I'm Mike Patterson, talking like fucking an old-timey announcer, and I'm joined, as always, by... Mike Sella. Yeah, thanks for enjoying us. Uh, We've been been off... Like, we haven't been recording as usual. Mike, why why is that? I'm not reason. Well, for... Oh, this is episode 52. 52 for Super Bowl. We're going to restart. You want to start over? Yeah, for sure. All right. Welcome back to Poor Sports Podcast, episode 52, because we are in Super Bowl 52 week in the city of the Purple People Eaters, Minnesota is where the Eagles are getting ready to face the dynasty. In the words of fucking Tywin Lannister, uh, that is the Patriots. I am Mike Patton, joined by... Mike Sella. Mike Sella, he's here. We're back. We're back in the booth. Jahan is not currently in the booth, but he is coming back to the booth. We took the week off, yes. uh, you know, to, like, uh, get some rest for the Super Bowl. Study prep. Study, study film. God, yeah, we were in the um, film room all day. So what we're doing, this is what we were doing, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're wondering, if, first of all, if you're an NBA fan, we apologize. It's been a while since we've gotten into the NBA. So much has happened, but we are getting back to it after this So week. much has happened that it's like in total almost nothing has happened. You know, like everyone's hurt, everyone's <laughs> traded. Everyone's traded. Blake Griffin is now a piston. The trade deadline is on Thursday. So, you know, let's just say after the Super Bowl, that's all we're going to have to talk about is basketball. We're going to come back hard for basketball. We're going we're gonna, to, it'll take us through... May, when then we'll probably transition yeah. to talking about football again. With the exception of Mike forcing us to talk about soccer. We'll I won't do it this week. I make a promise. Even though fucking some crazy shit happened, we just had the transfer I know. window. Obama Yang is, a, is nope. a gooner now. So here's what we're going to do. I'm excited. We're going to do so a... Get passionate. Before... before <laughs> no soccer is the best part of this. We're going to do a before <laughs> Super Bowl and after Super Bowl podcast. Yes. So. We're going to record the pre now where we're going to give our, our... What we're looking for, what we're going to see, what's probably... What we think is going to happen. And then... In the Super Bowl party we have tomorrow, the Fuck the Patriots party. Patriotarchy. Patriotarchy that Mike is throwing tomorrow. We will record. Jahan will be there in a a makeshift booth. So the beauty of this is either way, you can uh, listen to the, the before one and see how wrong we were. Uh, and relish at our at our mistakes, and, and you can, yeah, in our mistakes. Speaking of hot dogs, we're yeah. talking about hot dogs, uh, yes. and we can, uh, and then uh, see. Like I don't know what my mood is going to be like. I feel like if yeah, if the Eagles win, I'll, I'll be fine. You were pretty tense, and they were blowing out the Vikings. If for like the minutes. yeah, you I'm were always, real tense I'm up until tense. that final kickoff. Like like you were like they could still come back. Right. That's the vibe you had. I feel like there can still be a, a stack correction from the Fantasy Football Game Championship that I beat you in. There's, uh, actually, <laughs> I, I petitioned. I wrote a letter to ESPN. So, and then, you know, if the Eagles lose a close one, I think it's going to be the hardest to deal with. Because if they're getting blown out, you know, if that happens. Which we don't want. I will have been mentally prepared to lose for a couple hours. But if they lose a heartbreaker, well, it's going to be just hitting me. And we'll, so. get to, we'll get to why you should prep now for that. Actually, we can get to it now. The Patriots have three or four points is what they win Super Bowls by. So here's what we're going to do on this pod. We're going to talk about our thoughts on the game, and then we're going to go through all the fun and yeah. otherwise uh, interesting props. And these are all props that I'm either already bet or considering betting. Prop stands for proposition, or short for proposition. Proposition Joe. Proposition Joe, props. From the wire. Um, and uh, Kyrie's uncle. That's the be- These are like, you know, the, the Tabasco sauce of the Super Bowl, because chances are... Uh, 
I put up a column this week. That, yeah. Uh, Which about, is great. It was very funny. Oh, thank laugh. you. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't make Mike say that. You were fishing for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. You did text me this week. It was the, the point is, is that uh, of the column was that most of America is rooting for the Eagles. Facts. Uh, but even if you're just basically rooting against the Patriots in this game, you probably don't have a dog in the fight. I'm rooting for a good game, yeah. and I'm and and so the, most of this playoffs, I didn't have a team in mm-hmm. it. I by default, I, I want the, I wanted the Eagles, but I liked the Vikings as well. I would have been mm-hmm. cool with them in this. And um, that's where gambling comes in. Yeah, and so I've been betting, as as you know, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. I've been betting mostly player props and and game props mm-hmm. on on the playoff games, and it's been profitable but they're also just fun especially for the super bowl because there's a lot of weird shit yeah even if you don't go through like an online bookie uh, a lot of super bowl parties have like a different pools the box the boxes we see that a lot yeah, yeah. which i don't like that game i don't either i was gonna so make sure we random. don't yeah. there is a thing that bavada does it, Do you want to we check. should come up with some for tomorrow well uh, yeah yeah well there's a there's a bavada thing you can actually pick props and print out prop sheets for your party Wow. And you can just bet amongst your friends, which oh. I may do. I'm going to look into it when I get home because um, I don't know if I have a printer. You don't even have to bring food or alcohol if you just bring those. No, That's I'll bring food. Contribution to the party. That, right my, con- my contribution <laughs> is fucking gambling. I'm Well, I am, yeah, degenerate. Um, but, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So do you want to start with the props or do you want to go right into the game? Let's think, go to the game. Let's go to the game. First so, of all. Eagles, Pats. Oh, yeah, those are the, those <laughs> if are the teams. If you didn't know, um, I have a really hard time getting a handle on this game. Sure. It's just a lack of information. The two teams haven't played since 2015, and it's just a different kind of game for both teams. Yeah. For the, here's for the Eagles. Um, this is a Patriots offense that is in the mold of offenses that give the Eagles defense problems. Yeah. Um, and I use problems with like an asterisk because the Eagles were the number one DVOA defense by the at this point in the year. Proud of you for bringing up DVOA. DVOA. Uh, so, you know, they've had problems, I'll say, limiting these offenses, like stifling them like they did yeah. other teams. They've given up an average of eight and a half points this playoffs. I don't see that happening with the Patriots. The Patriots, there's a reason I wanted the Eagles to play the Vikings and not the Saints a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. And uh, the Saints, the Patriots, even... Especially the Giants, who put up the second most points against the Eagles as anyone outside the Rams this year. They're all those dink and dunk, uh, throw to the flat, crossing routes. Amendolas. Your your guys who are running short routes, he can get rid of the ball quick before the D-line gets to him. Yeah. yeah. And he mixes up the receivers. And it that's is. the open speculation for this playoffs, is that that's what the, for the Super Bowl, is that the, that is what the Patriots are going to do. Tom Brady's going to throw at least 40 times and... Um, they're going to supplement their run game with short passing. And uh, the other issue for the Eagles is they've been so dominant at home. This is a neutral field, and the dome plays into that offensive style we just talked about. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I, you know, from an Eagles standpoint, I don't know if our defense is going to be as dominant. It's hard to say. Now, from the Patriots' standpoint, I feel like they've played... The AFC is as weak as it's ever been. I feel like the NFC... All the way down the line, like Rams, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, uh, even the Vikings, they've they could all have been in the AFC Championship game against the Patriots. I 100% agree with um, that, dude. Yeah. The other than the 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 dink and dunk and the slants and the and the that kind of offense that gives the Eagles problems is the mobile quarterback, and I felt like the Panthers are the 
Seahawks, if they had gotten in with Russell Wilson, would have been tough ways to go as well. So the Patriots have only played the Titans, who didn't even deserve to make the playoffs, and the Jaguars, where their biggest strength was supposed to be their defense. And, you know, we all thought it was, or they were projected as this historically great defense, and they turned out to just be, like, a really good defense, not an amazing defense. Yeah, and they they were kind of exposed because they were great defenses against subpar average quarterbacks. Right. And when you match them up against good quarterbacks, with the lone exception being that first game against Big Ben, which gave them so much fucking credit for the rest of the season, they were good, but they weren't great. And that's where that's where that came into play. But you're absolutely right, man. Any of those teams you mentioned from the NFC, they could be in the Super Bowl for the mm-hmm. AFC. The Vikings, if they had home field against the Patriots, we could be seeing that. Like the Saints, great team. If they played in the dome in that in the in the AFC Championship game, they could be in this in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's so weird how the AFC was so weak this year. Yeah. So those two perspectives of the AFC being weak versus um, <laughs> the the offensive style of the Patriots play and the fact that it's on a neutral field and the Eagles just being so dominant at home, I have no idea. But here's what I think. Um, I don't think it'll be... I think both teams are going to be able to score. Uh, mm. The Patriots' defense, not a strength. I, I think um, the Eagles will... What is the line yards? Do you have that stat? That I don't have it stat? pulled up, no. Well, I don't think it's a stretch to say without looking at the numbers that the Way Eagles better. on offensive line and defensive line have Significantly better. So I think at the very least our run game will put us in good third and short situations throughout the game to convert and at least be in field goal range you know, on a good handy percentage of drives. We're going to be yeah. putting up points. And the Patriots, for the reason I just mentioned, their style matching up against ours, I feel like are going to be able to accomplish the same thing. So On paper? It, it reads like a shootout, but you have an asterisk because of Nick Foles because you don't know what you're going to get with Nick Foles. You don't yeah. know if you're going to get week one of the, or like the divisional series with Nick Foles where he can't score against the Falcons, or you're going to get fucking the championship series Nick Foles where he throws 300 plus yards. I think Nick Foles has a good game. Okay, so if Here's Nick Foles a bigger has a good game, for me. this is a fucking shootout on paper. Here's a bigger asterisk. The Eagles offensive line, right? We got Halapuli Vati Vaitai, the other backup. HPV uh, is uh, his affectionate name. Great uh, name. He, he's backing up for Jason Peters, one of the best left tackles of all time. Fantastic player. Um, I said left tackles, but he's a left tackle. Well, he's a left tackle. Left tackle. Which dude. is the efficient comedy club. Left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what uh, the cable guy is going to open with. Oh, go to the left tackle. Lafttackle.com slash. Okay. Um, slash get her done. <laughs> nice. Enter the promo code, get her done. Get her done. For free. So I feel like, you know, he's a guy where he's played really well throughout this playoffs after a couple really shaky games. I mean, Jason Peters is, according to DVOA, graded out as number two offensive tackle in football. Fucking fantastic. Vitae was at, like, 55th out of 60. And then over the last month, plus the two playoff games, yeah, he's been really, really good. So he's a guy whose mental makeup, I don't know, and I think the left tackle... Spot and Belichick being able to take advantage of weaknesses uh, for teams if they really attack him, if they put Trey Flowers on him. Um, I'm not really sure how he'll hold up, so that's an asterisk. And then on the other side of the ball, you got Gronkowski. What kind of Gronk are we going to get? He's concussed. He was coming off that concussion. But if you get Gronk 
That's still a really tough guy to match up. And I know you I know you have players that can match up. Kind of. But that pulls other players off of fucking Cooks and Hogan on the outside and Amendola underneath. Uh, John's back. John's back in the booth. I was just about to get off mic and uh, let you in. He texted oh, me. He, he was locked out, guys. Um. Um, but, yeah, it. so we don't know what Gronk we're getting. We, But we have to assume... He's a huge part. If they're playing him, he has had two weeks to recover. Granted, he's had 836 concussions since mm-hmm. he was a child because he just would punch himself in the face when he was a little kid, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just not, just constantly. Uh, just he's like, like, I'm bored, and then just, just punch himself right in the face. Over and over just grunk, grunk, grunk. He's bam, he was bam, bam. <laughs> he had his little wind club, and he's just hitting himself. Over I know. There. I'm surprised that hasn't so dated over reference that people haven't even thought to make it. Kids would be like, bam, bam, like two bam argeras. <laughs> Which is also dated. Holy shit. Yeah, slightly less dated, but... Yeah, but in a way more. Like, Bam Margera doesn't hold up in 2018. No. Nearly as much as Bam Bam from Flintstones. <laughs> I would much rather watch Bam Bam from Flintstones <laughs> than watch Bam Margera. Yeah, more timeless. Uh, but yeah, so we don't know what Gronk we're getting. Uh, we do know that Amendola is a fucking G. He's a yeah. huge part of that offense. One of the props I like, over 45 yards. Yeah. 45 yards? Yeah. He's going to get more than 45 Four and yards. a half receptions is the yeah. props. That's absurd. Four and a half receptions. That's absurd. Who else will they throw to if it's not him? They're going to try to go Cooks maybe a couple of times, and they'll go Hogan on the outside. Cooks isn't getting any reach up. What's his over-under for receptions? Ooh, I'll pull we'll up. talk about this later. I don't like Cooks matchup versus, like, Darby can guard... It's not a basketball game. Garby can cover Cooks. <laughs> he, he, he can play shutdown guard. <laughs> he can guard him. Uh, I guess you could say that. He, you know, Cooks does not scare me. Uh, he might get one big catch in this game. You know? That's But that's the thing, man, is one big catch for him keeps the drive going. It's... Well, usually will we'll, we'll separate, like, huge gain. They'll change the field position they're in. I mean... He's going to get a catch. He's not going to get shut down completely. What's the over-under? I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, there's like 800 for you to sort through. I know. Um, all right, so I'll just give my prediction for the game so you guys can laugh because you're listening to this after the Super Bowl. Um, and you... What? And I promise you, I've had eight predictions. I've even had a dream four about and this a game. Half. Four and a half receptions? Four and a half receptions is minus Brandon 105. Cooks. Under four and a half is minus 125. Brandy Cook's receiving yards, the over-under is set as 67 and a half. I like both. The under is hard. You'd hit that under on the reception yards for sure. I'm going to now. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for people to be listening to this and they're like, Brandon Cook's MVP. Brandon Cook's 195 yards, first half reception yards. Brady had a bad game. It was totally bent out by all the yards after catch Brandon Cook's put up. Brady got hurt. Brandon Cook stepped in as as quarterback. He threw six quarterbacks. The Hoyer-Cook's connection was good. All right, so I think that Jake Elliott plays a big part in this game. Absolutely, I agree with you. I don't think Jake Elliott feels nerves. I feel like nope. the only thing Jake Elliott feels is that he's too close. To he's like, I want to be farther. Can if, we get a penalty? If you look, yeah, if you look at his, he's he's like 50% from under 40 yards. I know. And like 100% from 40 to 50 somehow. And yep. then over 50, a very like 75, 80%, and then over 60, 100% because there was that fun game. Earlier in the year, so um, it's going to come down to him for sure. I'm going to say I don't know what the over under for I have it. field goals. I have is. it. Don't worry, I'll get to it. 
Just as, this is my bold prediction, five field goals for Jake Elliott. Holy shit, that's actually a thing you can bet on is how many field goals are kicked. Yeah. And there's a lot of money if you think real five field goals is going to get kicked by Jake Elliott, like dude. The Eagles can easily move the ball on the Patriots, but a combination of, of nerves for Foles. Well, and J.H.I. Uh, what, a lot of different factors. You know, guys getting crossed up. Uh, they're going to, these drives that they should be finishing, I, I am afraid they'll stall. A lot of stalling. I feel like on both sides, especially in the first half, there's going to be a lot of stalling on drives around mm-hmm. the 30 to 40 yards. And that was the Eagles' strength was finishing on third down, finishing in the red zone. Yeah. With as, you saw last, with as you saw two weeks ago against the yeah. Vikings, almost every fucking third down was converted. Foles was able to do that last week. Yeah. Only last week. But the discrepancy between him and Wentz was the biggest in the red zone and on third down. Yeah. And... I say... Which, according to my dad, is why Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. Yeah, he's good. Because he there can finish third down. There was literally a thread that was like, if Foles wins, does he win the job next year? I'm like... Fuck no. No, he just gets us like a first-round pick. That's, that's like, it. Um, he just he just, he just just resigns and then gets dealt somewhere. That's kind of the sad thing, is I think regardless of what Foles does in the Super Bowl, because of how well he's played in these two playoff games, he's, he's not coming back. No, there's like, no way, man. Someone wants to let him start. Fucking, you have fucking Cleveland needs a quarterback. Jets. The, the fucking, f- fucking... Uh, Cardinals. The Chiefs technically need a quarterback Chiefs, right Broncos. now. Broncos. There's, there's a lot of teams. Or right? he could just wait until week five of next year and then have a pick. If we, next year we get a Deshaun Watson who goes down, so he can style. go to fucking Texans. You can do a far style. Yeah, um, what I so, thought Tony Romo would do. I, back to the prediction. Five field goals for Jake Elliott. That's 15 points. I think we get two touchdowns. That's 29 points. Over under on points. I'm going to pull this up. I'm going to say to keep talking. On, on the, hit on Elliott's points total. For Goskowski? No, at just Elliott. I know. For, for Goskowski, I'm saying, I'm continuing my prediction. Four field goals for Goskowski. That's 12 points. Jesus. Two touchdowns for the Patriots. That's 26 points. So I'm saying 29, 26, Eagles. That's my prediction. 46-25? 29-26. Oh, shit, okay. 29-26. I'm cool with that, yeah. Two touchdowns for both sides, four field goals for the Patriots, five for the Eagles. Um, okay. So, I I can see that playing out. I can see what you described. The, I can see that no one on the Patriots is fast enough to cover J.J. out of the backfield. He's going to have a field day. You have LeGarrette Blunt, who's bigger than the entire linebacking core of the Patriots If once they get into red zone. You have Nelson Aguilar running as a slot receiver. Who on the Patriots can guard Aguilar, Jeffrey, or Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz is a fantastic tight end. He's one of the top five tight ends in the league. I think their quarterbacks for the Patriots are great, or, or at least above average. I think uh, their linebackers are atrocious. Their linebackers are horrible. Yeah. And so who covers Zach Ertz? Do you bring up a fucking safety to cover Zach Ertz because all of a sudden you have Jeffrey and, and Aguilar Ertz, open down the field? Aguilar, Corey Clement catching passes. Jay Ajayi catching catches. Ajayi, catching yeah, he's got hand, weird hands. Yeah, and a weird accent. But, yeah, so. if, he's all like, Ajayi, think. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Corey Clement. Time, what does he like? Ajayi, think. Uh, <laughs> Corey Clement. The prop did not exist in the two previous playoff games. I was like, we're going to throw it to Clement. I, I asked you, what's... I, I literally just texted you, like, what's the over-under for catches? You're like, it doesn't exist for the championship game and the divisional game. Oh, yeah, it did not exist. I could yeah. not find it, man. There's no way it doesn't exist for the Super Bowl because everything, you can bet on anything. Um, 
That's we're gonna throw to our backs a lot. That's happening. One hundred percent, I agree. Because no one can fucking block him. Right. So, what's your prediction? <laughs> Bottom line. If you really you think, if you really think Jake Elliott is gonna get five field goals, the over and under six six or more is plus three thirty. So, I'm gonna be using a lot of plus six and minus. Six or more. I'm gonna be using a lot of plus and minus. Um, that's not just for hey, Elliott. That's for both the entire real game. quick. Throw your prediction out there, and then we'll go right. Okay, the so my prediction, it's going to be within four points. I think. Don't think the five point bump becomes. Who wins? A, a, What's the score? Question. I think the Patriots wins twenty-eight to twenty-four. Ooh. I really do. Ooh. I think that they have the offense. I think he's. Gonna Thank get, you for tuning in the poor sports. Seven, he's going to get seven, 52. possibly eight receivers involved, and it's Tom Pretty Brady. Outside. Tom Brady in the second half, man. You don't know what you're going to get with Nick Foles. This is a way different type of game. Mm. We've heard it mentioned on a bunch of podcasts, but this is the way long or the a much longer halftime. There's a much longer pregame. There's all this stuff that's going to throw yeah, off. Is Nick Foles going to come out way hot in the beginning and they get a huge lead, 13 or more points, which is something you can bet on, um, or <laughs> or and then just die in the second half because wow. he doesn't know how to handle it. Tom Brady in an interview said it's two games. You're playing two games. Yeah, but you know what he did in that interview is told the Eagles exactly how to approach it. I don't yeah. think all this, like, psychology, the experience, which only really extends to, like, a couple of players on the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, like, pacing yourself. You know, I really trust Doug Peterson to prepare for this. They're preparing for the reps. They're preparing for the pace. The rest. I'm not worried about their mentality as a team has exceeded my expectations throughout the playoffs, throughout the year. Uh, I really feel like Doug Peterson's strength as a coach is getting that locker room ready. Um, that's not something I fear for. You know, I appreciate a prediction. That's not a bad one. Well, no, I, I'm going to say I want, is, I want it to be flipped. Right, I want it to be 28-24 to 24 Eagles. Mm -hmm. But I think that you, there's a huge chance that this I'm leaning ends, towards the Eagles blowout. Yeah, but I'm sure. hedging this prediction with the Eagles win by a field goal. But if I had, you know, more balls, I would say the Eagles blow them out. I do think they're a better team on both sides of the ball. Holy shit. Corey Clement, rushing plus receiving yards, plus 13 and a half. 13 and a half? Oh, no, that's over James White that's compared. Sorry. Oh. Uh, James White is weird. You can never know how much they uh, want. 11 and a half rushing yards over under 13 and a half receiving yards. Total receptions... Not on here. The, they never put his receptions on there. No, rush attempts are on here at one and a half. But okay, so that's my prediction. That's what I think. I think the score is going to be. I'm going to be rooting on the Eagles. Okay, well, um, you guys are listening after I have the Super to, Bowl. Because you're, I'm at your house. And it's safe to say that. And um, I like your girlfriend, so I want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Which she didn't even want to come. Like, she was like, well, I don't like the Super Bowl. I'm like, but you know how important this is to me. <laughs> and she's like, well, I mean, you know I don't like football and i'm like well i just thought you'd be around for like moral support <laughs> and she's like well i thought you'd be with all your friends and i'm like well i thought you'd be one of my friends for tomorrow <laughs> like, he was like, <laughs> and she's like so you want me to go i'm like i kind of thought you'd be there without even having to have the conversation <laughs> so this is a weird conversation we're yeah having. she's like i kind of thought that you didn't care whether i was there or not because you i've never watched any eagles again with you and they've been She's got a point there. She's got a point She's there. got a point there. They made it here, and she hasn't watched any of these games with you. She oh. threw the gambling luck. She didn't even That's know. That's a great point, dude. Shout anyway. out Jay for fucking that <laughs> point, man. She just 
She knows. She'll be there. But, uh, uh, yeah. And Dorian Foster will also be there. Hopefully we'll get Drunk Dorian um, because I would like to have a Drunk Dorian rant. Right on, to, on the on the podcast. We don't want this to go too long, so let's. Okay, so props. So I'm going to be talking about props explain right now. Explain explain gambling. So gambling, the way it works is you wager. Your you psychology is wired. Take certain money. Get bored uh, of things that working out in a certain. Some way. of you like the thrill. Some of you, it's the only way you can watch tennis at three in the morning. <laughs> so it's just the certain thing that you do. Um, so basically, with with any bet you see, if you if you're on an online book, um, I'm sure you probably know. But if you don't, if you see like a minus number, if you see minus one sixty. I mean, you have to lay $16 to earn 10 mm-hmm. So that's well, sort of the thing. Or $1.60 to make a dollar. Exactly. If you, if, want you to see, if you see plus 330 as I just mentioned, you lay 10 you earn 33 mm. um, So props are a huge part of the Super Bowl. There's just a bunch of random ones. You can bet on almost anything. You can bet on the color of shirt that Bill Belichick's wearing, which I didn't even look up because he's, what the fuck? There's no way. But you can bet on who the MVP is and who they thank first in their speech. Um, it's really fun. I have a bunch written down that we're going to talk about real quick. Yeah. Um, so can we start with the Trump tweets one. I don't have it. I don't have that one written down. But I okay, can pull I remember. It up. I can pull from, it up real quick. From yeah. memory, I think it's plus or minus five tweets that. That's that's what the under set at is five. That Trump will tweet five times overall throughout the day. The entire day, not just during the broadcast, yeah. anything like this. So that is on. Oh, okay. I love this. Uh, it's set at five. Over and under, all are, are minus 120. That means it is basically even money on whether this dude does this or doesn't. Um, I'm personally not betting because I love the state of my country four years ago. So any time I bet on him, I am just laughing in the face of progress. Um. Uh, but you can also, will he be mentioned during the broadcast is yes is, is even money, um, which means if you bet 10, you earn mm. 10. Uh, no is minus one forty. I don't think he's mentioned I don't at think all. So yeah, I don't. I don't see him being mentioned, Ben. You know what Al Michaels likes to do? Uh, to say the word nipple is talk about gambling. He does. He references to it. You can and you can bet on. Does Make. he say Vegas and does he reference or say point spread? If he says the word point spread, you win more. But you can actually <laughs> bet on. Does he reference the amount that the point spread is at the time of kickoff? Across the Vegas, I think books. the fact that this has gotten into the common knowledge of America. Yeah, I think Al Michaels is self-aware about this. I, I think so. I, I think he doesn't say it. I think he doesn't say it. Either. I think he doesn't. And either. I think he doesn't talk about Trump either. I don't think so either. I don't either. think he's mentioned. Um, so, so here's some of the, the props that I'm actually. And I think Trump over five tweets. I think so too. Yeah, I absolutely think so. Someone else made the point. I think it was. I think it might have been Cousin Sal, or one of the degenerate. Uh, trifecta mm-hmm. that he just fantastic. can't pass up the audience. Like, no, he, he wants to be bigger than the Super Bowl. To that. Yeah. yeah, and it's the biggest game, and he knows his. He knows there's people not watching this game because of him, and he knows that they're going to be looking at his tweets. And so, but I do think we're going to see a tweet if the Patriots win or the Eagles win. We're going to see a tweet congratulating them. If it's the Patriots, I think we see two tweets because I, I think we see one congratulating the Patriots and, and then another follow-up the congratulating House. Robert Kraft and for their. Persistence and not letting players kneel or something like that. He's gonna make he it about that. He talks about like if they're gonna come to the White House because because Brady now yeah, Brady, Brady like, didn't go. No, yeah. yeah. I think it's mentioned. So, but here's some of the ones that I'm actually betting on or at All least right. hardly consider or highly considering. Highest scoring half. Mm. Wait, Second. Can half. we start with all the funny ones? Yeah. Okay. Um, I like I like these, but I want to like I want to do all the ones that are like pink's hair color. Okay. Um, I couldn't find that on Bovada, man, today. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of it has been taken down. 
but uh, Bavada is I use I use multiple books. Bavada being my main one because I usually they have more player props, which I like to bet on certain games. Um, Bavada has they've really irked me lately. They've been they've been yanking some of my bets. Mm. Um, it's time for America to legalize gambling. Which they're fucking trying to. Did yeah. you see what the NBA did? Mm -hmm. God they damn. Want 1%, man. They want a huge percent. Pretty, pretty, pretty aggressive. Pretty ballsy. Yeah. Um, I think so. I just heard this. Someone someone uh, pointed out that. Okay. Pink's. Pink is from Philadelphia. She is. You can wager. Actually, they just put him back up. Okay, what is green? Will Pink say Eagles before, during, or after she sings the national anthem? Ooh. Yes is plus 150. No is minus 200. I like the yes. On I that. like the yes, man. Because she's like pressured to, like, you, people don't understand the weight of being in Philadelphia. You want to. <laughs> They'll uh, throw back. And I understand at it's not literally in Philadelphia, but it's like Eagles fans are going to be there. You, you're basically in like a transported Philadelphia. Exactly. Uh, will she f uh, wear a Philly's Eagles a Philly Eagles no. shirt or hat? No, no. there's that's, no way, right? That's not fashionable enough. For no me. is minus two fifty. No, but I like her. Uh, to will come she out. omit a word? Forget or omit a word from the national anthem. Plus four hundred nah, for yes. Pink smart. She doesn't. She's know. smart. Uh, it's the dumb ones that can't cognitively hold two minutes of song. Uh, how many times will wardrobe? Okay, I'll get to Pink's hair. I know you wanted to bring it. Is up. Jen Jackson gonna show up? You can actually, just, on my bookie, one of the other books I use, you can actually bet on uh, will she be, how many times she'll be mentioned. And how, how much is that? Uh, I didn't even fucking consult it because they're not going to mention her. I, I, don't, I don't think that, um, I think like the NFL is going to say not to. The nose was, was way higher. Okay. It was a way lower, like you had yeah. to lay a lot. Yeah, she's not going to. Uh, oh, here it is, minus 300. One and a half times. Hmm. Okay, uh, will Nipplegate be said during the broadcast? No yes way. Or no. no is minus 900. 900? Minus 900. I could bet my life saving on that. Because uh, you don't just have to say nipple, you have to say Nipplegate. You have to say Nipplegate. It's itself a corny phrase. Uh, so they pulled her hair, the hair special on here. They pulled, they pulled her hair. Yeah, they pulled her hair out. <laughs> they pulled her hair like um, her ass. But so there's that one. There is obviously the big one that people do the time to sing the national anthem. Over under instead of two minutes, it dropped. It was at two minutes and one and a half seconds. Um, it's six and six in the last twelve Super Bowls. I, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, they always have the argument that the whoever it is is gonna milk their moment and like show off. That's what you think. And go over. Pink doesn't really have those pipes. No, like, she's not a like belted out. I feel like those notes where you hold it for a while. Yeah, she's not gonna do. That the under is favored, or the over is. Is favored. The under you get more money from. The under you get more money from. The under is. I mean, that's a fun thing to bet. It like, starts the game out. I like the under. I like the under too. I liked it when it was at two. It feels two good because I'm gonna be like, and a half. let's get to the game. Uh, let's yeah. keep it short. You're definitely gonna want that. Um, will any scoring drive take less time than it takes Pink to sing the national anthem? <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is minus 150. I absolutely Does the believe. Does special teams or like a drive means that you start with the ball? Uh, is there a from the moment she sings first word until she completes saying brave for the first time, and it starts from the the second of your first snap to the second that they cross right, the line. Right, but what about like a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown? That counts. That counts? Oh, no, it doesn't say it does, but I'm I don't think that assuming counts. Assuming it does. I don't think that classifies as a drive. No, I think it has to be an offensive snap. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so those are some of them. I don't like that one because two minutes is not, it's four plays. I don't see any like uh, 
as they say in football, X plays being given up. Yeah. I don't see like any breakdowns in coverage on either side. Um, we already talked about the Patriots' offensive style, and I feel like the Eagles are going to run a lot of... I don't know, because they're going to go deep. The one thing Foles brings is that they're going to take deep shots. They will take at least three or four in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And so, so there's a chance that they do... Depends if they connect or not. Well, yeah, and... I mean, the shitty part is when they connect on those deep balls, then you, what if they, the, draw, the drive stalls? And then all of a sudden, that's 30 seconds off the clock, four plays, yeah. and now you're at two minutes. If they connect like, deep, do they, you know, do they connect for a touchdown, or yeah. do they connect for 45 yards? Yeah, so there's a lot of questions with it. Uh, so we started with the game, obviously we have the coin flip. It is, I don't know if you noticed, there's a 50-50 shot. It's either heads or tails. Literally the dumbest bet in Patriots sports. are one in six in the coin flip. They've lost six wow. coin flips in their playoffs or in their Super Bowls. Wow, that's why they're so good. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, we have the Gatorade shower. That is, what color Gatorade is going to be covering the coach? And here's the, the thing, game. that's also a coin flip. That is also a coin flip, but we have odds. Uh, purple is 8-1. to one. What a fun job for, like, the... I assume equipment manager. Like, he gets to decide all this money, man. Like, who's... Uh, the clear favorite right now is lime, green, or yellow. The fact that they can bet on it means that someone in the organization is like probably making this decision now. Yeah. Like, on either side. Like, we're going to have this. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Like, because do they leave it up to some idiot who's just like pouring Gatorade into a cooler? <laughs> or is like, everyone's aware by for the last 10 years that they've been betting heavy on this. Is someone like, you know, a little higher up in the organization, like, we're going <laughs> to hooking it up for his Weird. friends and family. The dude well, makes $75,000 a year, and he's like, here's how I'm going to make a little more. I'm going to tell my friends to bet on green. That was the thing about the pink anthem, is wouldn't she just bet? There was one, is she airborne? Is she going to be airborne at any time? Because on Cousin Sal's podcast, they were talking about how the, him and Simmons had inside information last year on the, they had the person who was singing the anthem, who was it last year? Bruno Mars? No, he was a halftime show. They yeah, had him on their podcast. Uh, no, Lady Gaga was a halftime show last year. Last year was yeah. Blake Shelton. Who cares? Yeah. Young I Sheldon? I don't give a shit. But, uh, yeah, they had them on. They got inside information. They were, they were wrong. So it's like, yeah. I just find it impossible that someone could be in the position to, like, most, have the most control over this gambling idea. Yeah. And then not affect it. That's, so that one, I have the numbers here if you want to want to hear them. So lime green, yellow, all three, I, or one of those three, is plus 160. That's the funny thing is they're combining yeah. them now because it's been blue in the past and yeah. people who have been purple. They've, they've seen purple. Purple is plus is 8 to 1, while blue is 3 plus 330. Have they, they haven't merged them? No, they have not merged them. But Clear they have, they, water they is merged. They merged lime green and yellow. Lime green and yellow. Red and orange are separate. So red, clear, <laughs> le, red, water... Blue or purple, are, or I'm sorry, red, water, or blue is all plus 330. Orange is plus 250. Lime green, yellow is plus 180. Sorry, it just changed. Uh, and purple is plus 800. It's changing as you're watching it's it? changing as I'm watching it. <laughs> so, so, which is fucking amazing. A fucking heavy better, a heavy header. <laughs> Some, so a lot in. of money just came in all fucking yellow, dude. <laughs> uh, this is why I love it. Uh, so I'm, I personally am betting on fucking orange. Plus 250, it feels safe. It feels like the safe pick. Orange is like neutral. And it's my least favorite Gatorade. It's, a Gatorade color. Color. it's my least favorite color Gatorade. And it's my favorite color Ooh. in general. Ooh, that's a ginger fan. I mean, you know I have an orange car. I do know that. Which is uh, it's a 
It's also a Prius. I don't. It's also a Prius. I don't so. have a favorite. <laughs> yeah, just to make it slightly gayer. <laughs> it's a Prius and an orange car. You want to trade with me? Yeah, it's, it's the color of. Uh, it's one of the colors of the rainbow. Uh, how many times will Giselle Bunchen be shown on TV? Over and under one and a half. There's going to be at least one. They'll show her in the booth. You think they show Tom versus Time? That's the thing. Tom versus Time counts. If they show it, not at halftime. It counts. Yeah. Oh. Not at halftime. Not. A- they have to show it during. They have to show a clip during the game. Can't be at halftime. I don't think they show it during the game. Yeah, that's fair. What's that? Uh, under one and a half is plus one eighty. But they show her if he wins. They gotta know something. If they sh- if she wins, they show her a second so time. So one and a half. So if they show it once, you win. No. How could you show it twice? Because if they win, if they win the game, they then show Tom versus Time later. They no, they then show her on the field, him kissing his wife. Oh, that's the second time. I was time. still thinking, is there an individual Tom versus Time prop? No, not that I've seen. Oh. Uh, how many times will Robert Kraft be shown on TV? Over under two and a half. Oh, one if one, they'll show yeah. him early before the game. They'll show him a second time late in the game, and then they'll show him a third time if they win. I like the over. The over two and a half is minus two twenty. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, a lot of money. So you got to give up. Uh, this one, this one drives me crazy because there's no fucking way it's Nick Foles. But who will be shown first on TV during the anthem? Tom Brady or Nick Foles? There's no fucking way they show Tom Brady second. I don't know. That's like kind of like setting up the show, like. MC feature headliner like here's Nick Foles, okay, and now here's Tom Brady. This one, maybe yeah, I just don't. I see it's. I think it's Tom Brady, and then I think they show Nick Foles because they show contrast. They're like, here's fucking TB12. Look how gorgeous his cheekbones are, and mm. then on the flip side, they're like, oh yeah, here's Nick Foles. He looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Fucked Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> so, uh, okay, this one I'm actually betting. Will Tom Brady win regular season MVP and a Super Bowl 52 MVP? Minus 105 for yes. No is minus 135. Oh, I like the no. I like the, well, obviously you like the no because yeah. you don't want him to win the game. But even just as like an objective gambler. Last year, Deion Lewis had three touchdowns, including the game-winning touchdown. Who won Super Bowl MVP? But the, because I, we were texting during that game. And I bet and on And we bet on it live to take him when they were down by the like And I made the most uh, astute gambling bet possible where I bet on the Falcons, which should have won. And then I hedged on Tom Brady being the MVP, which yeah. made me all my money back plus some. Yeah. So, it was a lot at, at halftime. Because that's when uh, we were texting and we were taking these bets. We didn't do halftime. that, which actually that would have been the most astute, was to take the Patriots at halftime. Yeah, that would have been. Would I would have just, you know, we have, if we had a time machine, would I you would text go me? back and And then this time, even if, uh, even if you're at my house, I want you to still, even while, though you're I'm going to be house, pulling this up. I'm gonna I be, want you to still text me. <laughs> I will definitely text you, but I will have, that's the nice thing. I'm going to have my phone. I'm probably going to bring my tablet. So I can have both books open, uh, and I'm gonna be live betting the fuck out of this game. You should take everyone's bets from the room too. Just what do you guys want? Just throw me cash. Um, so, who will the Super Bowl 52 MVP mention first in his speech? Teammates is the obvious favorite right now. Um, with does not mention any of the above, a close second. Here's the thing: Nick Foles is gonna say God immediately. God is plus 250. I like that because here's. The thing I didn't like about the Tom Brady bet is like, yeah, it's a decent bet for Tom Brady to be the MVP if they win and for Brady to win regular season, but that 135 is not good odds for that. That's like, a no. Or 105. Dude, but him being Super Bowl MVP. Minus anything is not, because that's taking two things. If I want two outcomes, but I want plus. I have that actually I, w- I want up. extra money. I have that pulled up. That's right. too much variables to be 
actually still losing $95 to $100. But you have to understand, man, you're not getting you're not getting good odds on him winning the fucking um Think about this. It's just a that prop is a bad prop because if you multiply Tom Brady's odds to win regular season MVP by his odds to win postseason MVP or Super Bowl, he's those two things, if you bet on them individually, you'll make more money. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, the odds for Super Bowl. But Foles, which I just I just watched like Foles' uh, testimony of like how <laughs> he came to be a Christian. So funny. They had like all these testimonies, and like he was uh, just like in his truck, crying or something. And then he really. I love it. <laughs> I, don't know, it so, I love it so much. He's from Texas. It was so funny, man. Uh, uh, He's going to thank God immediately, yeah. Tom Brady to win Super Bowl MVP is minus 170. So yeah. that's why you're getting you're gaining that money back because he's going to win the MVP in NFL. Any Regular season MVP. He's going to win it. I don't know if you saw the leaks, but somebody fucking snapped a picture of some guy carrying regular his fucking season. regular season MVP acceptance. He's still got the postseason. So you can't bet on that. But if the Patriots win, Tom Brady is going to be the Super Bowl MVP tomorrow. If they win. If, Which means it's minus 170. You're basically getting him a Super Bowl MVP at minus 105. I don't agree. That's I get why you you can't. Um, well, I just don't agree. Like, uh, if you if the Patriots win, he's still not guaranteed to be the MVP. Like, the, he no. could. It could be a yeah, game where the Eagles are in his face and he doesn't have good numbers, and it's one of his receivers that go There's off. no way if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's Lewis an offensive off. player. No, because Deion Lewis went off last year. Or a defensive player. I mean, bottom line is there's 54 other players. I know the quarterback wins most of the time, but I don't I don't like the odds. Let's move on. Okay, let's yeah. move on, because yeah. now we're debating on that. Um, okay, so those are really the good ones, like the fun ones that, I, that I'm interested in. Um, I do have a few actual sports ones mm-hmm. that I'm betting on. Sure. The highest scoring half being the second half. Or overtime is minus one seventy. You have to lay a lot, but I don't like it. It makes way more sense. I like understand. Last year, I understand the Patriots, Patriots scored zero points in the first quarter in any of their Super that's Bowl. That's the games. funnest stat that's been thrown out a lot. Yes, that, that's a, that's amazing that they've won every Super Bowl without yeah. scoring any points, or you know they're five and two, uh, all five of their Super Bowls without scoring in the first quarter. Um, that's too much. I'm, I'm still saying it's it's a tale of two halves, and. What if the adjustments are on the defensive side of the ball? Minus 170, you know, you're talking about a 70-30 percentage in one direction or the other. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, just the numbers, I'm like, hey, they uh, they score a bunch of points in the first half, and then they adjust on the defensive side of the ball. I, I don't like well, the Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to parlay that with the team to score first, being the Eagles. Okay. I think the Eagles, because I think if the Patriots win the, cost, the, the toss, they defer. If the Either team the toss, will defer. defer. The Eagles are a deferred so, team. But I see the Patriots first drive ending in a punt. I don't see them coming out hot. I see the Eagles being able to either get a field goal or a touchdown on that first drive. I don't agree because I just, uh, and the Eagles Even defense money. too, it takes a minute to settle in sometimes, the nerves. You saw the Vikings first drive yes. last game. Um, yeah, with laying so much, that's like a 50-50 thing to me, and I don't like to lay Well, it is extra. literally 50-50. It's even money right now. Oh. It's literally well, that 50-50. That one is 50-50. Wow. <laughs> yeah. As far as the first half, second half goes, that's still 50-50 to me because they're halves. And uh, <laughs> I feel um, like... 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like to lay any extra. I don't see. I don't think it being 50-50 just because the Patriots are so much more dominant in the second half yeah. in these games. It's a matter of their game plan, but Bill, Belichick yeah. likes to throw curveballs. He knows, you know, what if he comes out with his most aggressive uh, outside-the-box like game scripts in the first half, and then, you know, he goes to more basic then, offense in the second half. I mean, then you live bet with a hedge to, to cover that, and you take them in the first quarter plus a half, which is what they're getting, or oh, minus a half. I want to get ahead right of all this. Um, okay, so most first downs, Patriots minus three at minus 115. Yeah, I'm still going to take the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Patriots successfully convert a fourth down. This one's been thrown minus out. Minus 130. I like it. Here's the thing with, with these. These are all so heavily skewed in favor of the Patriots because that's what people are betting on, and they're betting on oh, it's prior so, Super Bowl Patriots It's so history. funny that you brought that up because I, I have a, a, a way that I bet on most like my college basketball games, my college football games. Yeah. Um, I look for, for reverse line movement, and I bet on teams that are getting a significant less amount of tickets. Yeah. So there's there's a service you can go through. Um, it'll show you what percentage of money is coming in, what percentage of actually bets are being placed. And I usually aim for any team that's under 35% or less on like money line, or, or I usually throw them in like to a teaser, I take mm. their spread. The Patriots are the getting only 37% of money line bets right now. Money line bets? Yes. Weird. 63% of tickets coming in on money line are on the Eagles. I still think that... They're no longer America's underdog. This is for the actual game spread, though. This is for the actual game spread. And I'm talking about these props are all based on, like, every time I hear an argument for them, and I realize it's the same coach and quarterback, but other than that, I'm like, dude, it's a different team. Like, but because they've been able to do it with different teams. But you're, That's why. Will they go for it on fourth down? Will they... Like, all these things are like, well, the Patriots have done it. They've never scored in seven first quarters. They went for it on fourth down, like, three times last week. Right. Or two weeks ago. I like that bet and they converted two for either team. There's one that's combined because the Eagles are the most aggressive fourth-down team in football. You can bet on them, too. I didn't pull um, it up because I'm betting on the Patriots one. Right. I just see the Patriots. I What's see the Eagles one? I like that one better. I didn't pull it up. I'll, I'll look for it. Um, because I think you saw from the Eagles-Jaguars game that if the Patriots are winning, it's because Foles isn't scaring them. And yeah. if that's the case, just like Bortles, there were three or maybe even four times where the Patriots were on a fourth and short in that AFC Championship game, in and the they didn't go for it, and they were like, we don't think Blake Bortles can beat us. And I feel in like... In the first drive, they went for it twice. I feel like, well, yeah. Okay, you got me there. In the first drive of that game. I just don't like giving up so much, because not only do they have to go for it, they have to make it. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think I can, see him, I can see him doing it. To win. Uh, so here's one that I think you'll like that I'm very hard invested in right now. LeGarrette Blunt to score a touchdown mm, at like any time, like plus one. 175. I wish he could get just slightly more. But the reason why you can't get slightly more is because they everyone knows in the in the red zone he's getting the ball. Mm-hmm. Just a matter if they have those short uh, goal to go situations. Um, which, but if they get if they get a drive, which they're good at, and they mm-hmm. get down there, you don't have Carson Wentz in the red zone anymore. You have Nick Foles, but you also have LeGarrette Blunt, who is bigger than any linebacker. On that team, his he's uh, team. he's that's not bad um, because like I picked my game script where the Eagles hit five field goals and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I don't see the plus one seventy five being like a good value there. Oh, um, I've, oh, I'm heavily invested. Sure, no, that's yes. that's good. Yes. I, 
No, I hope you win because yes. that's good for me. But uh, yeah, I see Ertz getting a touchdown, a good play. Ertz getting the first touchdown of the game, a good play. I see Ertz being the MVP, a good game. I just feel like we talked about the Patriots linebackers. Ertz is the guy. Is he going to make a freaking statement? I'm the best tight end in the league that's not concussed. <laughs> that's also not. Yeah, because the other two really good ones are concussed. Ertz are an amazing Kelsey is concussed and Gronkowski is yeah. concussed. Zach Ertz ran amazing routes last week. He he was involved in the game, man. And I was all over the overs, you know, in in spirit for that. I had been I had been in the divisional series. I Mm -hmm. obviously didn't hit any of them because uh, apparently Atlanta Falcons know how to play defense. Yeah, Um, and I like the backs. I like Ajay and Ajay. This is another one that I'm going on. Ajay receiving yards over twenty and a half is minus one thirty. Yeah, because like all there's no one fucking way he doesn't get that. Yeah, there's all takes just like one screen. But uh, there's, it's just a matter of how they rotate their backs. You know, how often is Ajayi going to play? Um, is Clement going to be on there in those third-down situations? Are they going to run the screens to Clement? So far, they've liked to use the deception of having Ajayi or Blunt in the backfield and then running plays that uh, a more pass-kissing running back would be mm-hmm. uh, like uh, adept at. And that's like kind of how you know, they've given different looks and succeeded. So I'll go over for that as well. Over, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so here's one that I bet every Super Bowl that I'm very excited about. Um, it is the first pass attempt for both quarterbacks being incomplete. So it for both of them right now, it's plus 160. I bet both of them because if one of them hits, you win your money back for the other bet and you win a little bit extra, um, which is what hedging is. Mm. But I... There, I just see it being both, man. I see both of them being. I see the first play of the game. I see maybe fucking Co- Fletcher Cox or, or Long gets to him. He has to throw it away. I see Nick Foles overthrowing somebody because they'll go for it real deep on the first play. Hmm. I, that's why it's plus 160 for both. I'm betting both. I do it every single Super Bowl. It's my favorite bet. Cool. I yeah. like that. I won't um, go against that one. Yeah. I like that one for the same logic you just And here's up. another one that I bet the previous few Super Bowls. Anyone but the starting quarterbacks taking a snap in the game is minus 140 this year for the no. I like the yes. Really? Yeah. You see somebody else taking a snap in the yeah. game? You see Hoyer getting in there? Yeah. You see fucking Peterman getting in there? Well, I just like the odds that you're getting for yes. I really do. There's no way. There's no way it's going to happen. Well, first of all. Actually, like, last week, two weeks ago, it did happen. Last week, it happened too. Oh, Sudfeld took a snap for the Eagles versus Vikings. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It happened a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because last, week during, the, last, game, last week during the Pro Bowl, it also happened because that's how the Pro Bowl works. <laughs> um, so so those are the ones. Um, yeah, because either side blows the other team out. That's one. Yeah. Which is a long shot. But then either quarterback gets knocked out. Also, another thing. Also then you shot. also have direct snaps. Um, that's another playbook uh, item maybe with Aguilar maybe it's happened before yeah that's three possibilities I don't know I but like it very rarely hits I also like the idea of each of these teams pulling out different coaches pulling out different things from their playbooks if they get behind there's a wager on flea, will a flea flicker be attempted both teams attempted one last week last week yeah, yeah. um so so those are the ones that I have really uh, the Amendola reception over receptions over four and a half I got it at minus 160. Um, I got it real early. It's now minus 190 for four and a half. Um, there's no fucking way he doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. There's also one floating around on total receptions by different players on the Patriots. Seven total players catch a reception. It's over over under seven. Or sorry, it's over under seven and a half. 
um, excuse me, and it, with Gronkowski going out, they only threw to seven two weeks ago, and Gronkowski went down. And this was after he'd already caught a pass. I see that being an under for sure. Um, so, I mean, right now, it's weird because of the line movement, because we're seeing the, that 52% of spreads now are on the Eagles. So, Mike, here's what I would tell you. If you're a better, Jahan, listen up. If you're a better <laughs> and you want to take the Patriots, you take them right now. You take them at four and a half because that's what you're getting them at. Because tomorrow, all those people who are traveling to Vegas get to the, the sports books and they hammer the Patriots because they're like, oh, I can take the Patriots money line at minus 170 to win a game, just win it straight up. I can take the Patriots minus four and a half points to win by fucking four and a half points. Yeah, I'll take that. And that's all of a sudden, then it drives the lines back up. If you want the Eagles, you wait because it's not going to go down further and you wait to see if it goes up. Because it probably will. I think it'll probably jump back up to five. That's what I've been doing. Yes. Yeah. I want to bet the Eagles tomorrow. And I've bet the money line on the last two games. Nice. Both underdogs. Just because I thought the Eagles would win, and they didn't. I like the odds better. They are plus 165 right now. I am not going to take the money on this one. Really? I am going to take the points. I am going to take... Even if the Patriots win, they always win by close games. I want to take... I want to throw both of them into a tease. And I want to throw the Eagles and the Patriots into a tease and tease them both up by six points. Do you think the Jaguars-Vikings consolation game is going to be easy for the... You're going to take both... You're going to take Vikings-Patriots. I want to... Just like you said in the beginning of the year. Or want, the beginning of the playoffs. I want, to, I want to take the Eagles and the Patriots in a tease, add six points to it, and get the, the Eagles getting ten and a half and the Patriots giving... Uh, or getting two. Because I'm like, if the Patriots win this game, it's going to be by three or four, mm. and the Eagles are going to still cover. And then also... I want to fucking uh, tease up the under on the money line. Because it's set at 48 and a half right now. Um, like I said, I can see it being 28 to 24. Probably not much more than that. 48 and a half? 48 and a half. So if I tease it up six, then I'm hitting that under. Well, those are both very astute bets. Yeah. I like those bets. Yeah. and But I'm probably going to take, uh, just because I'll be in your house tomorrow, I'm going to take the Eagles money line for you. Hey, that's fun. Just because. Well, I'm thanks really for taking us through all the props, Mike Patton. Uh, thanks for explaining how the Eagles are going to win of all time. Look, oh god, no. I wouldn't have explained this honestly against the Falcons. I didn't have a lot of confidence. That was the closest game. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't uh, against the Vikings. I had a good feeling about the money line, but I didn't think we'd blow them out. And now I'm I'm back to where you know, look, I think the Eagles have the better team. But uh, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say this if I didn't. Like, this is an objective gambling perspective. Mm-hmm. So, take the Eagles. But at least I'm still alive right now. You guys are listening after Dude, the Super Bowl. You were so nervous at the, <laughs> the second half of last week, man. Yeah. Like, funny. they're up by, like, 25 points. <laughs> I literally like, texted still pacing. my brother, like, we're going to get a, a holding or, a, like, a passing fence on the first drive like for sure the that's we thought out. yeah we yeah. were talking about it in, 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 they did. in, in IRL yeah. also we're yeah. like they're gonna start they're gonna try to they're gonna score quick they almost did mm. I think it could have been a different game if fucking Adam Thielen can actually pull in that pass yeah um but this is supposed to be a 30 minute pod and uh, we're already over yeah but uh guys enjoy the game we'll be back tomorrow to talk about whether or not we were right and whether or not I hit my bets I'm gonna be right <laughs> alright Mike you did it you got the trophy you got your trophy. The trophy's yours, dude. It's yours. For me? It's for you. <laughs> we ordered it. Oh, look at look at him cry. Oh man, they didn't mention To once in this game. It's disappointing. That's fucking dirty. Or McNabb. 
Yeah, you would think they would mention McNabb. The least they could do. He's like, he's a huge thing of this team. Welcome back to Poor Sports Podcast, episode 52.B. Uh, we're here post-Super Bowl to talk about what just happened, and I'm sitting next to Jahan from the booth, post-booth. 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 And, uh, and the, the has had a boner for the last 22 minutes, Mike Sella is here. Mike Sella, how you doing? Good, I have to call a doctor. In yeah, he's, uh. he's, he's, nearing the, he's nearing the moment. He sat down for a total of eight minutes. Uh, during the Super Bowl party. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't. He just, every time he'd sit down, he'd immediately jump up for the next play, and he'd be like, I can't sit. Um, how does it feel, bud? If, I, don't, I don't know how it feels. I don't know what I'm thinking or feeling right now. It feels happy. <laughs> Is that a good word? That's a great word. Yeah. It, you basically just did what the fucking Eagles owner did in, in the, when he took the trophy, and he said... They said, what does this mean to the city of Philadelphia? And he's like, well, if there was a word to describe everything, it would be that word. Uh, so, yeah, you just feel... Thank but, God someone invented the language. Uh, yeah. So, so a little quick, quick recap. The Eagles won 41-33. to um, There was a last-minute Hail Mary that it looked like there was a chance that the Patriots could got it, or could have got it, but it was padded down to the, to the ground. Um, and the Eagles walked away victorious in Super Bowl 52, the first fucking Super Bowl win for the franchise. Ever. Ever. Uh, Philly loves the Eagles more than any city has loved any team. Apparently everything. They love them like everything, according to the owner. It's, yeah, the love that's been shared, that's what's cool to me, is just like, you know, people from back home, friends, Yeah, you can get a lot of texts, man. Well, just like, it's just, it's cool how it brings everybody together. Yeah. We we experienced a little bit in 08 with the Philly as the only championship. Yeah. In Philly sports since I've been alive. You guys and had another shot in 2010, but you guys blew it. Philly's and really, day. it's the story that makes it so much cooler. Because like I was saying, when the Phillies won in 08, it was great for us. Mm. But no one wants that World Series. It was the Devil Rays. You know, they won in five. There was a rain delay game. That was oh, yeah, there point. was a rain delay game. I forgot about that. This was yeah. to beat the Patriots, to do it with their backup quarterback, to do it in oh, like dude, in a great wire game, to wire in a fashion. great game. The dude. game was so dramatic. I mean, everybody in this room was. We so many moments. We were just we were animated during the first half. Even there was just great moments, and then in the second half the lead changed, and then it changed again, and then there was that strip sack, and then it just it just was an insane game, man. So the MVP of this game to me, uh, Nicky Foles. I know it's Nick Foles, it's and that's wonderful. He can't, big Nick Nick. Before I talk about Nick Foles, I think the biggest difference maker for this franchise... Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Doug Peterson. He Really? He has been... Oof. First of all, he's been calling amazing games all season. There was some great calls From being today, called, man. and all throughout the playoffs, and all throughout the year, really. And he's just made adjustments. He's He's been both. He's been an on-field tactician, and he's been like a locker room leader. And just the mentality of the team, I really... When Wentz went down, and the next game, and, and even the way they came out in the first round against the Falcons, mm-hmm. in the divisional round, if they came out tight and scared, I was expecting that. And if they didn't, I was saying that's credit to Peterson, and he really just got the yeah the team takes on the vibe of the coach, and they all season long they were confident. People say that like no one believes in us, the next man up. But there's some certain injuries you can't overcome, and there's you know, there's some odds that you can't overcome from when you're not favored, but you don't always literally believe in yourself that hard. Yeah. Just because everyone in the locker room is singing it. 
But they did. They really had that mentality. And it was... The other thing about Doug Peterson being the MVP was the offense that won in this game. I mean, obviously it's a shootout. And I don't fault Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator, the defense, no. for not being able to stop Tom Brady. No, man. Everyone said they were going to play tempo, and that's exactly what they did. They came did. out of the gate, first drive, no no huddles, yeah. back to the line. And we talked about that Giants offense yeah. and that Saints offense and how they were going to take after those guys, and they did. Yeah. And the Eagles' defense, you know, they were gassed. They struggled. They were playing against the Hall of Famer, two Hall of Famers, and Brady and Gronk, and obviously and the also Hall of Famer Belichick, coach. yeah. Yeah, and uh, they they struggled at times, but they came up in big moments like they have all year. Yeah. Um, with the turnovers and obviously Brandon Graham. That's sack. I mean, Brady. Brady had. They'll talk about the yards and they'll talk about you know the drives in the second half, but Brady was just kind of shut down, man. There was at one point he had completed less than fifty percent of his passes in the first half, and it wasn't like he was zero for one. It was yeah. like he was like nine for twenty. Um, they just got to him. They they didn't get that sack until that strip sack. No, no and sacks it, no, until the last. Until the strip sack, yeah. yeah. But they, but it was like, they were just rushing forward. They weren't blitzing despite our friend Dorian screaming <laughs> for there to be a blitz Drunk on every Dorian. single fucking play. And I was like, do not blitz Brady. They blitzed Brady once or twice and he, he burned him. He burned him, man. Yeah. And and it wasn't until the second half that they got Gronk or Amendola really involved. But, yeah, uh, Gronk had but, one catch for nine yards in the first half and then yeah, came out on the first drive. And did four catches for like 70 yards. Yeah, and a touchdown. But, but the, thing, the thing that their defense, it's you can't fault Jim Schwartz because of what Brady can do. And and Brady was capable of doing that. And and they called offensively just an incredible game. Um, shout out Ralph. Shout out Ralph. Shout out Ralph. He's in the Ralph booth. in the booth. Ralph's in the booth with us right just, now. Just yeah, yeah. joining in the party, barking at rumors. Uh, but he's a Patriots fan. He is definitely a Patriots fan. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great game called by Doug Peterson. It was a great game called. I thought by Jim Schwartz just because. I mean, granted, Malcolm Jacobs absolutely murdered Brandon Cooks. That was destruction. But there in that first half and even late in the game, man, they weren't giving Gronk the seams like that. Like they're normally Darby was playing him pretty straight up one-on-one for most of the game um and they got pressure interior on brady even though they didn't get the stacks to show it but they yeah, were forcing the him forcing him to make these fucking limp arm throws dude. yeah just like shit so we and there were a couple of times yeah. where brady even under the gun made some amazing throws yeah, he really dude. came to play like he was still scaring the ever-living shit out of me the entire game i i honestly thought it was going to overtime I was yeah. trying desperately to find a prop bet to, that it was going to go to overtime. I was sure it was going to I mean, be, like, barely a plus money. The entirety money, but... of Eagles fan history, combined with the weight of Patriots pulling it out of their asshole history, mm. together just said, first of all, when we had the ball right in front of the two-minute warning, the Patriots took their timeouts. And it was really surprising that they didn't throw it on at least one of those plays. Yeah. The aggressiveness that Doug Peterson... Uh, Shows throughout the game, you know, going for it on. He went for it on on two uh, two point conversion like three times, and man. The Patriots are obviously have to key up on the run. I thought for sure they'd let Foles rip it one time. They trusted him all game. Um, they didn't. They played it safe. Maybe they learned a thing or two from the Falcons last year. But as an Eagles fan, you're expecting him to miss the field goal. Jake Elliott comes up big. He had one missed extra point, but hit all his field goals. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, from that point on, the the Patriots get the ball back. You know, a minute ten left, no timeouts, and you're still. Obviously, it's a one score game with a touchdown, two point conversion. Yeah. And you're still your stomach is a knot, and that's where the Eagles' pass rush finally got to shine. They rushed four and even three at points, 
when they played a prevent. They forced him. Yeah, at, they almost got a sack on the last play, rushing, rushing three. three yeah, man. yeah. Brandon in fucking Graham prevent again. defense, and and Brandon they got Graham it. was an absolute monster. He, and and there was so many points left on the table on both teams. Mm-hmm. We had the missed extra points, the missed field goals, the two point conversion attempts. The one time the Eagles punted was one punt, an easy one rep. punt in the game. Foles could have easily taken it down, tucked it down, and rushed it. And there was a, and there was so many times late that the, it was just the pass rush was forcing Brady into these fucking weird throws, and it was a great game, man. It was incredible defense, even though the score isn't going to show it. It's similar to like the the Jag Steelers game. The score is not going to show how great of a defensive performance it was, but it was a great defensive performance. Offense. We both got our predictions wrong, even though you predicted accurately who would win. Um, but it was a I shootout. Did a we did, right. I did predict that it was a shootout. Foles MVP. I threw a little money on Eagles winning. I threw some money on uh, under the national anthem. Yeah, I got that. But was, I didn't actually yeah. put money on it, but that was my call. Yeah, but it was uh, besides Doug Peterson. So throw a lot of love towards him. And he, you know. The blocking scheme, he shook it up again. The crazy fourth and goal play, which I insisted. I feel like at that point everyone in the room was like, "You kicked the field goal," and I was like, "You were the only year. one. You were the only one in the room." I, I, even I when they money. called the timeout, they're like, "They come back out and kick it," and I'm like, "No, he's giving them a play, and they're gonna run that play." Yeah, I was shocked as anyone to see it was a pass two foals. Yeah, that uh, was fucking insane, man. That was, and you know. I guess that's the difference. Is Foles is a better wide receiver than Tom Brady? That's what we all <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Brady after Tom Brady. This was like the drive after Tom Brady had just not even really tried for that catch, um, and he was wide open. Tom Brady could have fucking jogged into the end zone. Um, uh, yeah. So offensively, MVP besides Foles, Corey Clement, Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. It's got to be one of those three. I feel like Zachary had the biggest impact on the game. That for, touchdown, obviously, yeah. the winning touchdown is huge. The touchdown, and we're t- we're forgetting about Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, and Legarrette Blunt in the first quarter. And yeah. Legarrette Blunt early, man. So why not single? Why single anyone out? It was the whole team effort. It was a team effort, Just man. Like they say, there was there was no one across. Interviews. There was no one. There was no one really that stood out. Nick Foles obviously orchestrated everything. He had that one pick early, which kind of hurt. Wasn't but, really on him. Jeffrey had it in his hands, batted it up, and that was just an unfortunate yeah. play. That it was a big swing. Early in the game, you looked at that was really what the Patriots needed to stay in it because, you know, it was, what was it, 15-3 at one point, Eagles? Yeah, And then they had the ball on that drive through that pick. I mean, that, that could have been a that could have been score a lead. Could have been a touchdown. Yeah, so that was a big, tur- you know, Toyota turning point uh, <laughs> of the game. Defensively, Malcolm Jenkins was all over the place. That hit, that hit was huge, man. That hit really changed their game plan because all of a sudden now they had to bring Dorset into the game and... and that's that's a big change. Yeah. And Brandon Cooks is he, Brandon Cooks it summed up Brandon Cooks's career at, so far as a Patriot when he tried to leapfrog over fucking Malcolm Jenkins and he hit his he hit his dick on Malcolm Jenkins's forehead and then fell back and didn't get the first down. That was, was like that's McLeod. Oh, it was a McLeod, yeah, sorry. But, but it summed it up perfectly. Boy did boy did uh Brandon Cooks take a beating. From yeah, balls fuck, to, man. Balls to dome. Balls to dome and then dome to dome. Just <laughs> just went down. Um, But yeah, great game. One of the better Super Bowls I've watched ever. Uh, Jahan, I think, right? Un- unquestionably the most entertaining Super Bowl I've right. seen in a long time. Right, and I... And last year yeah. was good, too. Last year was great, yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to know, do you think Brandon Cooks recovers from this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? He walked off. Yeah, well, he I mean, wa- yeah, he walked off. Like, but, mentally. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the same thing. Like, do you think Gronk recovered from two weeks ago? Do you think Kelsey recovers from beginning of this? Gronk playoffs? recovers immediately after. Because you the can't tell. Because you can't tell when if Gronk his sacrifice is. arrives. Gronk yeah. is probably partying <laughs> post game and he doesn't even know the difference. That's what yeah. we were talking about. Is is, is Gronk Gronk post game right now? He's, he's like, this yeah. is what we do after the Super Bowl. We party, right? Like, you got to realize he wasn't around for any of the Super Bowl losses. So no, well he was. Yeah, no, he hasn't been. No, for and he didn't play last year. He didn't play last year. Yeah, for all he knows, they always win. He's like, we go out after the Super Bowl, we party. That's what we do. That's what you do after this game. He doesn't care that they lose. He's like, I'm Gronk. I'm always winning. I'm Gronk. And then she's like, yeah. So I was I, I was really happy that you won. I'm really happy. For yeah, you, it's, but it's a victory for you. I really am. I yeah. We don't really care about the teams. So well, it's much. cool to be. It's weird being out here in Northern California, surrounded by, you know, uh, Niners fans, amazing Raiders people, fans, out people here. I love. Four Raiders to baby. live here. Uh, I've sort of adopted the Raiders as a second team, just uh, like the Kings. But Raiders. Yeah, just to to feel the love from back home. We were all in, in, it was a room of people, and Carlos Rodriguez, a comedian <laughs> friend of ours, him and I had been texting before, is we were going to give you shit during the game. Like, that was our original plan, was to give you shit. Yeah, but, you and, but we couldn't, you because we can't root for fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, like, the energy in the room man. is very one-sided. It was absolutely against the Patriots yes. in the room. And the only time it, it came into question was there was that catch by Ertz in the end zone. We, we didn't know... Was that a catch? Because we immediately, you and I were talking about it. Is it? It reminded us of the Jesse James catch for the Steelers. Right, that um, was a big moment. And everyone around us yeah. is saying football move, football move. And I'm like, that was exactly what I'd been screaming as However, the Jesse James catch was. That going wasn't on. the issue, the football move or not. That that phrase is no longer in the rule books. Football move. What's in the rule books now is if he's a runner or if, like as Gene Sturzer said, or if he's completing the process of the catch. And the the fact that he took he caught the ball he took secured three the ball steps, three steps yeah there's no set number but he became a runner yeah whereas Jesse James was securing the catch and going to the ground and the ground can't you know if it hits the ground as a part of the catch then it's incomplete so slightly different there in that Earth it was a very state. fine line it was um, a very fine line if if they had called it back. Based off the season and the rules, I would have understood why. Because not that the rule makes sense, but I would have understood. Be like, hey, they've done that all fucking Out of season. They would have done yeah. it all season. But Mike had a good point. If they called it back, there would have been a fucking riot yeah. in yeah. the stadium. So two touchdown yellow. reviews Gay that color. both yellow Gatorade. So that's a bit. Two touchdown reviews that both went in the favor of the Eagles. We weren't sure, and really didn't get the as much Clem, of an explanation. The Clement one. Yeah, so if the ball was moving was the question, because he took two steps inbounds, but was the ball moving in that third step, which would have been the second step after it, you maybe saw a jostle, the, the toe was on the line. 505 yards for Brady, dude. Wow. Brady, wow. Fuck, dude. 500 yards for Brady, and he still couldn't. It was like fifteen to one on and what my, quarterback have over five. And we yards. bet. Look at Foles though MVP. too. Foles is no chump. I thought I thought Corey Clement would get it if he got to hundred yards. 100 if he scored a, a second touchdown, if he had scored a second so touchdown. So my brother had me bet ten dollars at hundred to one uh, on Corey Clement. He got hundred yards on a touchdown, and man, that's pretty close. But but we had been talking about it during the game. If look he got this. that second touchdown, I'm like, he gets this. This he creature gets it. on the right. Look at him. Who's that? Is that Zach Ertz? No, that's Lane Johnson. Oh wow. shit! Yeah, get Lane up. Johnson, the dog mask initiator. Yeah. The ideas, man. Five hundred and thirty-eight yards. So here's what comes out of this: is I think I'm gonna fly home and go to the parade. Are you really? And, uh, you kind of got to, man. I you feel deserve like you need it. To. You, you do deserve, deserve it, dude. I just feel like I haven't been 
home for this, and I, I want to be. You I've been to be. I've been to two of the World Series parades for the Giants. I can highly recommend it. Yeah, it's worth it to go on Christmas. Even you know, Eagles Raiders one of each other. Fantasy football. <laughs> uh, we were gonna go to that game, and we did it. I'm glad we did it, but yeah, yeah, that would have been a shitty game to go to. That's but what you, my yeah. brother called me after as planned, and. He said, uh, I said, like, the only thing that would have made this better is if we could have watched together because years and years of losing games. The cutest thing. Yeah. He was like, I told that to, like, a billion people tonight. Oh. So we're just, and my mom, who still wants me to, uh, you know, believe in uh, higher power. Which, believe in the Lord and Savior. <laughs> which, you know, Lord after Savior, this victory, according, according to the She kind of got to. She texted me, now do you believe? And I was like, of course I do. Wow. Do uh, I believe in miracles? What a home. good mom. Yeah, she's a great. great. Mom. I'm flying home for, she's an amazing mom, and I'm flying home to go to church and then the parade, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're, you're converted now. Me and, me and that's God. how you get a back-to-back victory. That's it. That's that's yeah. how you follow You don't win without the Lord. God and I have to. I don't know if you know this, Mike, but the Lord is a huge part of it. Yeah, we have to have some. The Lord literally made that guy. He made him in his image. And also, let me get this out. Stop talking over. It's not even funny anymore. But yeah, God and I have some makeup sex to have. (laughs) God's gonna give you the business. Um, Yeah, I got. Uh, All in all, great game. Nick Foles, great game. Great game by Nick Foles. We're just slobbering on these guys. Yeah, Uh, we're just giving them. We're just giving them. You know. Uh, behind, you know, behind. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. So, from the love that everybody showed me here at this party, <laughs> it was a room full of great friends and everybody having a good time. We had a good time. Fantastic wings. Don't Fantastic about the wings. wings. Yeah. The wings were great, man. I do, I do make a good party. And the guac. Mike made some good guac. From guac scratch. was there. I did not predict that from the scratch. guac would be great. Um, But I ended you up... You clearly haven't had my guac because it's good. I ended up up 350 for the day. Nice. On my beds. I made a couple hundred. Yeah. I, uh, I won a bunch of my props. Um, I was live betting the game on like every drive, but I I wanted it to go to overtime because I thought the game was great, and I didn't want the game to end because it means the football season's over, and I like watching football. But what it means is that we're gonna be back with some basketball talk. Yeah, yeah. Basketball on uh, next Sunday, Sunday, next Sunday. Next Sunday. It'll be after the also. Uh, it'll be after the trade deadline. And it'll be after trade. John's phone stops making noise. We'd be getting ready for for conference tournaments. We're heading into college basketball, the best time of the year. Um, March Madness is coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, but but I'm really I'm really happy for you, Mike. I really am. Um, I didn't think I ever would be happy for you, <laughs> and so I really am happy. That's for why I you. wonder if the listeners are even. You know, thank you guys for for listening, for sharing in this joy. I know that everyone uh, deep down pretty much hates me so uh, <laughs> thanks for being a, a pal and uh yeah this was a rambly drunken uh yeah. sausage fest of a post-game yeah. podcast a lot, a lot of wieners on this couch right now we had to get it out and yeah. uh shout out Gigi buffon who i'm sure was really pretty good. a lot of over my heart so if you need to borrow some money yeah. <laughs> which you owe dorian seven dollars because bradley <laughs> cooper appeared on tv seven eight times have it that chick man. Have it that chick man. Kick that man. Have it kick that man. Have it that chick.